Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Microwave Planet. <laughs> it's been a second. I feel like for the past three episodes, we've said, it's been a second. It's been a while. So maybe that's it. That's the brand that we're yeah. going for. Our new episode output is once every couple months. Mm-hmm. When time, when time aligns. Not even allows, because I feel like we have, we have more time. But mm-hmm. When it all when all the lines align, um, coming at you live from Boston, Massachusetts. I don't know if you remember, but in the last episode, I mentioned that I was moving here. Um, it was successful. <laughs> it was a big success. I made it, and it's been a little over a month now that I've been here. So, settling in, but. Um, Hannah and Itzel, who is our special guest today. Hi, everybody. <laughs> are, we're that. sitting in my bedroom here in in Somerville, actually. In Boston, yeah. in the motherland. In the motherland, yeah. Yeah, My zip code whatever. starts with a zero. House number is... Yeah. Se- yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Yes, it's elderly here. Yeah, my zip code starts with a zero. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, but what's the second digit actually? Two. Huh. It's zero two one four three. Look me up. Find Amanda's location. Look me up on the Google Maps. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that's how it worked. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, anyways, yes, it's Al is our special guest, and she is a bestie. Hannah hates. I I I hesitated because Hannah hates when I say the word bestie. <laughs> Um, but we've lived with itself for three years now. Yeah. Yeah. Three years of living together. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not Mm -hmm. even and counting anymore. (laughs) How sad. It was and counting for three years. Three years, three homes, (laughs) met, um, met our first. Three times together. Yeah. But we met our first, not even our first week, the welcome week, the week before college yeah yeah we were at a function and amanda and i knowing each other from high school we're like we're meeting someone new when we're there <laughs> and we after the 10th person we met who we already knew from minnesota we we're like fuck this place we were leaving it <laughs> and we were walking out and we ran into mave who i um recognized and itself who were roommates and we we're like uh we're going home with you <laughs> <laughs> and that's and how you that meet new is, people yeah. <laughs> Um, it works for friendship too yeah (laughs) yeah from going out to slowly actually becoming friends yes that was the transition yes for sure um but yeah so hannah and itself came to visit i don't know if i said that my first visitors Mm. and we've had a really great weekend and i think that like this uh, episode is just going to be a conglomerate of some of the conversations and experiences we've had over the past couple of days, uh, which, you know, I think we find excitement in the little things. Yeah. So sure. with that, uh, <laughs> gratitude, gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have something in mind quite yet. So if anybody who else does my anything. 
Oh, gosh. Like, I'm grateful for this trip, and I'm grateful for you guys. Like, I don't know. Okay, no, you're not allowed to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what's yours? Because that would have been mine, but I think it's too... Yeah. It applies for us all. Um, I'm grateful for bagels. I had a good one mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bagel World. Bagel World, we went there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for the gloomy day in Boston. Yeah. And I think we'll get more into that. Mm-hmm. But made things very interesting for us all. Yeah, it's fun when gloomy days really fit your mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fit your plans. Which is I'm weird. also grateful for the way dogs eat. <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Food? Ducks. Ducks. Yes. Oh. With their butt. With their butt up. With their butt up, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we I'm saw sure. these yeah, we just watched these ducks like dive for their food and their little butts floated up <laughs> floated back down. That probably didn't need an explanation at all. Oh my gosh, remember when we were talking about how that one dog peed? Have you guys ever seen like a small dog pee, but it pees on its two it when it goes to pee, it goes it up on its two. Yeah, it does a handstand. It's so it can be a big dog. Yeah, it's Hannah so- thinks it's so it can be a big dog. It's so it can pee from farther well, so up. Its so pee is the high up. pee goes down and travels and like it covers more space. That okay, it's that what, could be two. Oh, yeah. I thought that's what you meant. Oh, well, also, so yeah, that, yeah. There's, like, more space covered by the pee because the pee comes down eventually. I, I was also thinking, like, pee height. Like, oh, when other dogs sniff it, they're like, oh, it's a big dog. It's hitting anyway, it's hitting 18 inches high just on this pole. They pee. Or it's not even... Oh, my God. What do you call it when... You go like this. A cartwheel? Car it's not even if you're standing up. It's like a cartwheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within the cartwheel, the last second, they pee. Yeah. It's a small bladder. Small Crazy. dog. Hannah, so yep. What are you grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for houses that match their flowers to their weird Victorian mm-hmm. colorings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> well. Next on the agenda. Next on the agenda, um, we thought we'd explain to you how uh, dried fruit is made. Obviously. <laughs> 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 Clearly, uh, since we're here in Boston. Um, <laughs> only place with dried fruit. Uh, yeah. we, yeah, why did this come up? Yeah. Why, well, why are we? Pasta. Pasta. Little so Italy. We were thinking of how to make pasta and how it got dried and how, what was it? Well, because we had. pasta's dried and we were confused about whether, like, if you made pasta, yeah, you have to dry it Because too. I know that with, with, like, instant ramen, it's, all you're doing is rehydrating it. That's, like, with the founder of ramen... Um, it was like he invented that. I think it was mm. like you. Then I doubt that because it's already pasta. cooked. Ramen noodles are already cooked. Yeah, I don't think pasta is the same. Yeah, you don't think it's cooked? No, because then there's like the cooked lasagna that you can you put straight in the oven. But right. special cooked lasagna. I don't yeah, know. Anyway, true. and then we were having this exact conversation, <laughs> and Hannah goes, "But what about grapes?" grapes. <laughs> Oh, what about raisins, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> all like, what do you mean? Yeah, and then... Okay, well, first of all... First of all, something I learned is that raisins are all made from green grapes. Mm-hmm. All of them. I thought that... Remember? Yeah, because I thought that, like... Because the gold... I thought the golden raisins were made from green grapes or something... And that the uh, the regular maroon whatever raisins purple were made from purple grapes, cause that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
that's totally not it. They're all made from green grapes, and the only difference is uh how they're how they're dehydrated. Um, and then there's like one chemical addition in the golden raisins that mm-hmm. just preserves their color. But mm-hmm. basically, the golden raisins are dehydrated in a dehydrator, mm-hmm. which speeds up the process, makes it like three hours instead of no, probably not like five. Instead. Some industrial drive. Yeah, yeah. But they add they add um sulfur dioxide to them mm-hmm. to retain the golden color. So I don't know what color they would be otherwise, because they are all. Sweet purple. Or. No. Also, do they? Does no one ever use purple grapes, grapes for raisins? For raisins? No. <laughs> Evidently not. What if you took those grapes that they like the cotton candy grapes? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Well, oh, there's these. I think they're GMOs. I think they're genetically modified grapes, but you can buy them. Okay. I bought them the other week, and they taste like cotton candy. Oh, sounds like a GMO. Yeah. They're really good. I wonder mm. if you can make raisins out of those. You I could can't try it. Make raisins out of anything. Well, well that's what Hannah them. thought. Well, okay. No. <laughs> well, I think that's just a different. So the scenario. second way to make raisins <laughs> is that when you think of a purple raisin, they are just strewn out on papers, papers like big skeins of it, um, and all in the sun mm-hmm. and dried out in the heat and typically like this occurs in california here and then also australia and what was the turkey turkey and and so hot dry climates and we i mean so many questions like i mean you have to get the large animals out somehow but what about bugs um what about rain i don't know but anyways as a kid i tried to make raisins um and it didn't work so Clearly, there's something wrong. I don't know. I was, I thought maybe if I left a grape out long enough in the windowsill, yeah, what happened to it? Yeah, it got moldy. Yeah, <laughs> did not work. This is why I have so much doubt about the dried fruit industry. Like, how do you just dry something yeah. successfully? I, I, I really about raisins, and then she was like, "Cause mine didn't work out." <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yours didn't work? Well, okay, but then we out. found out it has to be like. It has to be over ninety one degrees, like exactly. dry heat for that several days. In Minnesota, no, of not at all. It wouldn't work. Not well, at all. okay, so that's for mango because we were looking at mango because it doesn't have a skin, right? It makes sense for apricots and raisins. Like they go, they dry out in the sun because they have skins. But mm-hmm. what about you? Can't just put your sliced mango out in the sun. Maybe you can. That's why the woman did it differently. Yeah, so we found this woman <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> There's a great YouTube video. And she said either you can... <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> she made it very sugary, and she added potassium metabisulfite <laughs> to her slice of mango. The, uh, but to preserve the color still. Yeah. Only oh, so I'm sure you can do it without any of that process. Yeah. putting it in the oven. And she cooked it also. She boiled she it in it. sugar water, and then, um, and then let it soak overnight. Right. Um... And then the drying time is 150 degrees in an oven for seven hours or just 91 degrees outside for several days. You said just as if that's like... Yeah, yeah, as, as if it's attainable, yeah. Uh, but then but, how do you keep the bugs out? Yeah. That's the thing. It's sweet. So many questions. It's just a lot of effort for dried fruit. And there's so much of it, such an abundance of it. Yeah, there must be a lot of industrial-sized dehydrators in the world. As global warming continues, 
I might try to make my own raisins in the future again. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> That's so sad. What was that thing you were saying today about the... The what? The, a bunch of uh, sea life got oh, yeah. like, cooked. Um, a billion sea creatures got cooked in the Pacific North something. I don't know where. Um, in the ocean. Yeah. Because it was too hot. One billion. It was like last week. Yeah. Bernie Sanders posted it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, I hate that they use the word cooked. I feel like if a billion sea creatures are boiling in the same water, they're probably not very good. Like, they probably feed off of, like, the juices from one another. They secrete as they die. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, that's why you don't catch anything that's already dead. Right. But if these were actually cooked, too. Well. But they aren't. Yeah. They just got heat stroke. Exactly. One time when I was. Exactly. My grandpa used to take us fishing when I was a kid. And I caught, like, what felt like a giant fish. Like, I cast my thing out, and I was like, oh, my God, I have something. And it was, like, kind of wriggling or something. It must have been, the spoiler, like, the current or something. Uh, and I pulled it in, and it was a fish. It was, like, this giant fish, but it was already dead. Yeah. And there was something, like, spewing like spewing out of its stomach. It's a fungi. Yeah. It's it was so gross. It was so gross. Jeez. Have you watched the episode on New Girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where Jess just eats the, like, this dead, um, and, I mean, fish, and then has to go to the hospital. Anyway. <laughs> she gets intoxicated. Oh, no. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> oh, today we watched this seagull. Yeah, speaking of seafood. So speaking yeah. of seafood. Yeah. What you get when you observe nature. Yeah, yeah. Thrilling. Yeah. That was so interesting. Well, I guess, like, so we went to Salem today. Uh, like, the Salem. More on I'm that I'm surprised we didn't see, a, like, a black cat. Is that bad to say? I feel like there should have been some... We didn't even see, like, a gift shop version of it. There just weren't any. If I lived in the area, I'd be releasing black cats Everywhere. in Salem. Yeah, but, um... So we sat on... Okay, yeah, the other thing I didn't expect of it was just how, like, the the shore, just the whole, like, sea. Yeah. I port. just didn't expect to see the port and all those sailboats there oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But we sat there and we watched this seagull go and fetch a clam, right? It was a clam. Some sort of shelled thing. Out of the ocean, and then the way it ate it, everyone's probably listening to this like, yeah, you didn't know that's how it happened, but he took it in its mouth, he took it in his mouth and dropped it from up in the air so it would crack on the rocks, and then he'd go in and like eat the innards. And then once it didn't work, and then he had to do it again. He like recircled, recircled Mm -hmm. his path. Gain height, threw it down, cracked it open. Dinner. Yeah, and he did that three times for us. Yeah. It was very interesting. It's like, there's nothing to stop this bird from coming and eating us. Well. Well, maybe. We're large. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a seagull. laughs> We're a lot larger. Yeah, he fair. can't just, like, drop us from the sky. Yeah, it's fair. Like, claw. Claw our eyes. I That's know. true. If the seagulls really wanted to, they could easily attack. All of them in a fleet? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, gloomy, gloomy <laughs> day in Salem. 
Why were we in Salem? Yeah. Well, yeah, Hannah. Why were we in Salem? Yes. Because <laughs> pop um, quiz. pop quiz. Uh, because it's Salem. Because we wanted to see, uh, where the witch trials were, like all the other good tourists. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a perfect day for it. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah. We weren't gonna go to Cape Cod. No. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. Very different. But it was. I expected a much smaller town. Much it's, smaller it's a, town. It's a town, people. <laughs> so yeah, we were people like, we were like, okay, great. We'll just um yeah. route to the cemetery. So we we didn't even pick the right cemetery. We rode to like yeah. it was a cemetery. So it was right. a cemetery. Yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah, and it was creepy on the way. Like I saw a house and there were doll heads in the window. Yeah, just um, these old ranch. Like anytime a house looks like it's like old ranch style, it's like frightening. Like atrocities have been committed really in this just home. A neighborhood. Yeah, a town. It was very pretty. actually the people were really really yeah. nice. So nice, and we're yeah we. They helped. They legitimately really helped us. Mm-hmm. This one woman like directed. She we were in her gift shop and she directed us to somebody else's gift shop to like, cause it was what we needed more. Yeah. And they had a bathroom hut. A bathroom hut. And it was ba- a bathing house on the pier <laughs> with the seagull and the the friendship, so nice. which is a giant replica of the original friendship. It's a ship. <laughs> uh yeah yeah so um i guess second part of our podcast uh i mean we'll give some general impressions of salem but also uh what we tried to gather as the witch trial information i don't know well yeah because we i don't know woke up this morning the plan wasn't necessarily to go to salem and i was not caught up on my witch trial knowledge (laughs) So we listened to a podcast, actually. Yeah. On the on way, way, we there. listened there. Yeah. Which is a good system yeah. for, I would, yeah, for mm-hmm. like any place you go, mm-hmm. you just listen to a podcast about it. Yeah, the information we're going to give is a conglomerate of that and what we learned from the man at Salem. Okay, so it all actually happened over a course of one year, which I did not know. I thought this <laughs> witch trials <laughs> like a prolonged... happened, like, prolonged through, like, a whole century of, like, Puritan, like, tradition and culture. No, it was just a year, and that's why no. I guess they were more widely known in just Salem, because it was it was a tragedy that it yeah. happened, and they realized that after, like, five years of it happening. So yeah. it was from 19... Sick. <laughs> We keep making that mistake where we're like talking about this today, and Hannah was like, "Oh, this happened. This was 1969," and I'm like, "No, that." Yeah, yeah. Um, 1692. 69. So the year was 1692, and then it went through 1693. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so a little bit of background just to set like this is where their tension is. Um. I mean, first of all, it's everything's border tension, like who's in charge of what. These are colonies. They don't know that much. And also they, they're they perceived like they are fighting and trying to take land from the Native Americans, um, whether or not they're actually trying to take land actively. Like there there is tension there on border yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also these are Puritans, um, which are they're very restrictive. They can't do a lot. But the big thing um, that we learned is that Puritans, um, they believe that any hardship is actually quite positive. Like, it means that Satan, who's a very real entity to the Puritans, Mm. Satan thinks you are 
a threat. He thinks you are worth mm-hmm. messing with. He thinks you are worth trying to bring to his side um, because you are a good, worthy human mm-hmm. being. Um, and so... It's tra- not entirely a <laughs> bad <laughs> so, thing. Yeah, so if you're enduring hardship, especially if it can be some type of demonic hardship, like bewitchment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're you are- worthy of the attention of Satan and because you're a threat. Yeah. Yeah. So it all started with, was it two girls? Mm-hmm. That just started like having, having seizures or so yeah. or like seizing and the they described it as their limbs were like twisted backwards and mm-hmm. they were just felt shrieking. things pinching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nine and twelve, so they're yeah. young. They're very young. Um, and what? And then the doctor was just like. They're witches. No, 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 he diagnosed it as bewitchment. <laughs> they were bewitched. Oh. Yeah, like, diagnosis was bewitchment. So then it was trying to find out who had done this to them. And they came, and they came to, so this is, um, one of them is the niece, and one of them's the daughter of this pastor, who's, in a way, like, not entirely, because he, in a sense, pastor, uh, reverend, I don't Minister. know. I don't know either. Has a position <laughs> of some po- type of power, and so... Um, there's also familial conflict at this time. So he's a, he's an important figure, so not everyone loves him. And uh it and these girls like they they report it as they say that it's the slave, um, the family's slave who's bewitched them. Mm-hmm. And I think they even at the start they had already mentioned three prospects that had um probably bewitched them. But yeah, then they go to trial and um, this slave that was called Tituba confesses and says that yes, indeed that was her. Mm-hmm. But then also goes and follows up and accuses two more people. Um, Both names Hera. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many. That's the other thing. We were in Salem, and uh, ever all of these women have very Sarah-like names. Um, but Tituba is potentially either na- half Native American or African American, and so. That is, that is being held against mm-hmm. her. Through the centuries, it changes, <laughs> um, what people thought she was, but it it could very easily be a Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then it wasn't. I feel like listening to we. There was better to, um, confess. The weird logic of Puritans. Yeah. Yeah. So there was this weird strategy. <laughs> it wasn't a strategy. It's just that two decided to confess, and it actually ended up being helpful for her mm-hmm. because she actually lived she was not killed even though she was the first one to confess that this was true that she was the one that had bewitched them and i think there is this value of um honesty and puritanism yeah i i don't quite understand the logic but she got it yeah so well it and it just became a trend that if you confessed you were more likely to get away with it and the people that I think, was it 20 people that were killed? All claimed to be innocent. Right. So, yeah, but she confessed and she also, she yeah, right, she right. said, she these women it. led me astray. She said, I did this and I am very, very, very deeply sorry. Um, but it was, I was led by these two Sarahs, right. essentially. Um, and we're, I think both were, ended up being hung. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So then it just unchained this whole, like, trend of so many people that Uh were called up for trial 
And that was the, yeah, that was the Salem witch trials. It was one after the other, and it was through a whole year, and most of them were women, but it was also there were males and some guy. children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were a few males, especially yeah. the... Yeah. That were trialed. <laughs> there was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't quite remember. What, what did he do? Like, he was, like... He refused... Do you mean he... Re- so... He refused to, like, swear an oath or something? To start yeah. the court. So all of these courts are so backwards. Like, the people who are confessing are getting off free. And the people who are not confessing are predominantly being hung. Or that don't believe that, you know, it's just like, well, this is nonsense. There's right. no witchcraft in our town. And that made them the main suspects. Right. Which is crazy. Um, oh, because his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so this man's wife was, like, she finally was like... Well, she was sitting at a trial, and she's like, "This is insanity! Like they are, they are having the urine of the witch, yeah. then baked into a cake, fed to a dog, like a small biscuit, fed to a dog, and if when the dog eats it, if the witch feels pain, it's a witch." And she was like, "This is kind of crazy." And they're like, "You are a witch." And the man yeah. at first was like, "Yes, she's a witch." Like, ah, because he was caught up. Yeah, hysterically. that's the thing. You have to understand. There was a hysteria for a whole year, yeah. and everyone just started suspecting everyone, even your wife. Um, so yeah, that happened with him. Yeah, and then he and then he got, took about. He was like, "Whoa, wait, 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 guys!" My my, he thought about my it wife's more, not a witch. and he's probably like, "Shit, no!" <laughs> like I'm actually crazy. Uh, my wife's not a witch, and they were like, "You're a witch." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty sketchy thing of him to do. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, be like, oh, they might that actually is the kill hysteria. my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are hysteria from 19, oh, 19, 1692 to 1693. <laughs> and then by the end of 1692, it was completely winding down. And by 1695 or 1697, they regretted it altogether. Mm-hmm. They realized that it had been a huge tragedy and they were trying to take back everything and um clearing those names of the people that had been hung and yeah but um, anyway so we're in um we're in salem and we're following all these we're just trying to find what there is to see yeah. and there's so many little gift stores and um and we're just trying to find the actual historical grounds yeah. where we can learn stuff because everything else is commercialized witchcraft yeah. um <laughs> just commercialized witchcraft which um I think it's a little ironic, but anyway. Um, I haven't stopped thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> about what? I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about those um, crystal dildos that we saw. <laughs> um, that must be such an experience. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, very commercialized <laughs> witchcraft is what we're saying, and hand readings and so on. Which Whoa. To the fact that this is a town that regrets thoroughly the death of these people that yeah. were accused of being witches that weren't, I think it's very funny. There's just, well, I mean, yeah, funny. it also they're like super big on Halloween. And, yeah, it does yeah. drive certain people to live there. Like one of the women, and as we're in this this witch store, and the this is right across the old gravesite and the memorial to the witch trials, she, and she was like, she came out of her tarot card reading, she was like. He's like, how is your reading this week? And I was like, so she's regular. Sweet, she is yeah. regular. Oh, she asked you? I didn't know. Yeah, that and so pe- some of these people, like, know. this is this is their area. This is their vibe. Salem. 
So we end up, we are looking for um, the memorial of these people because we figured that's where we would get a little bit more history. Mm-hmm. And we end up in a cemetery. So we're going and, around it. Mm-hmm. And then there's these two volunteers that are just there to answer any questions and our historical questions that we have. Mm-hmm. And so then we come up to one of them and I, we asked them, hey, where's the memorial? And he's like, oh, you're standing right on it. And we're like, what? Yeah. And it turns out there's these benches. It's 20 of them. And they're rock benches that if you didn't notice, you, you would just, just sit, on them. sit on them and just use them as a place to sit. Um, but they have engraved the name, the form of death, and the day that they died. Uh, and yeah. it's 20 of them because it was 20 people that died out of these trials. And then in the middle of these, it's five mm-hmm. um, five trees that were really, really big. And these five trees commemorated the five people that died um, waiting to go in trial. So they died in yeah. prison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, well, first, okay, so that cemetery is the oldest in the state, I think he said. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. that's the oldest, yeah. The yeah. oldest cemetery in the state. So we walked around for a while looking, trying to find, like, the oldest person. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went in backwards, so obviously at the very end we found the map that had all the yeah, information like 17, about. 1717 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but basically <laughs> this guy was... Um, very excited about the subject, which like makes total sense why he's good at his job. But um, he just like all of a sudden started telling us about. Uh, I I wish I knew his name. Do you know his name? The guy. No. Oh my God. The the husband of that of that wife woman oh. that we were talking about. Yeah, I can um, who, who got accused? Um, but basically, so he, this guy told us that. He refused to what? He refused to be a part of the trial, or you? He refused to to pledge oath to God in the trial, Mm -hmm. so the trial couldn't begin. Giles Corey. So Corey. 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 Giles Corey. Yeah. Essentially, to them, it was like he can't pledge, and they were like, "Well, shoot." We can't begin the trial if he refuses to pledge oath to God. Yeah. So it took them a bit of figuring out, but they. They figured it out. (laughs) There's those. Yeah. Whatever. They're like, oh can't do this well f- instead of just continuing on with the trial like instead of just forcing the trial past that they decided to force him to like pledge, pledge oath to oath. go yeah so they by could begin the trial torture by yeah medieval torture uh which was in this case um Pressing. Their little handy tool bag of medieval torture techniques. They're just pressing a board, a wooden board on top of him, and yeah. then putting rock, rock by rock till he was in in a lot of pain. And, and I didn't realize it was over days. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, that it was, it was over, over days. two days, yeah. and he still refused. He said, "I can take more," and yeah. he refused to pledge oath, uh, which is and insane. Until he died, and until he was fully pressed to death. Press. And so, in every single one of these benches, it says a name, and then the way they were killed. And all of them were hanged. Which, by the way, for some reason, all of us had this image of, like, being burned, uh, burned alive. Which, thank God, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the upset- exception. Are we, like, getting something? I, I just feel like that that did... Where did that, that come from? from? No, I mean, I think that's just movies trying to make it really? a lot Folklore. more dramatic. Yeah. Or other places, perhaps. Yeah. That, I feel like that's like yeah, an, a I'm Mandela sure, I'm sure effect it happened thing. in Europe and other yeah. witch trials. <laughs> um, or just anywhere else, but it, it, just not these. Um, but then every single one of them says hanged except for Giles Corey. And he says, 
Pressed to death, September 19, 1692. And I was checking, and then... so his wife was actually killed as well. Right next to him is hers, and it's Martha Corey hanged September 22, as opposed to 19. Huh. And she was hanged. Yeah. And he was pressed to death. And yeah. now we were walking through, and we're like, oh my god, look, it says pressed to death here. Like, this is just yeah. Yeah. bizarre. We were and then also- there's like an ice cream shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're- there's also this dog in the oldest cemetery that was like they think he has a disability but i think he smelled the dead bodies because he was was pressing his chest against the ground and like scuttling and sniffing so hard and then as soon as they left the cemetery he was totally normal oh okay so so he was are you sure yeah okay there we go okay i was like this dog like his legs were like bent backwards and he was just like warming his legs i really thought that he just had a limp leg no he looked screwed up and he was severely like sniffing out these corpses yeah <laughs> okay but i think could that just be any dog in any cemetery i've never seen a dog in a cemetery before so i, yeah, I hope either. i feel like you shouldn't bring them yeah don't yeah. bring your dog to your cemetery mm-hmm. i also wonder if there was just a large quantity of bodies because anyone was allowed to be buried in the cemetery yeah so it used to be like um it was a, it was a wooden post right that yeah so it was a public graveyard and so anyone, because I asked, I just wanted to know the socioeconomic status of all these families, um, because I figured that they would all be rich if they could afford a tombstone. But it was a public one, and they, so anyone could be, you know, all families of all types could bury there, but um, it was the ones of lower income that would not be able to afford the tombstone. Mm-hmm. But instead, they would use a, um, yeah, what you said, so a wooden post. A wooden post. And those, of course, would not make it, yeah. There were no wooden posts, of course, all of them did not make it through the years. And so all the ones that we saw were the tombstones. So it looks actually, like, relative, not relatively, but, like, there's definitely empty space, but there's probably a lot of More dead bodies that we could account for. Yeah. Hmm? A little body lost nothing to do. What else? Anything else about Salem? Um, and so, yeah, the gloomy day made it absolutely perfect yes, to be there. Yes, it was very nice. Nice, I don't know. It's nice, a good way to say Very historical. Very. Um, yeah, I think it definitely lived up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. It was just a much bigger town than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Then you have, like, the freaky customs house and, um, any We home. also didn't go to... There were museums we didn't go to. No. Why? No, museums we really just went to Memorial. Yeah. yeah. Just walked around. Yeah. Would you rate our trip to Salem? I think if you've had enough days in Boston, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you would consider, but there's a lot to see here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so rainy here in Boston. And we had yeah. gotten a really good... Um, we had really seen a lot of Boston, so we were ready to check something out outside. Mm-hmm. And we were just in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else interesting in Boston? I don't know. You guys you guys are the We're all honestly newcomers. Um There was a sign yeah. for a seesaw here. Yeah. Who yeah. does that? People who seesaw. Maybe it's a playground, maybe it's, is it a full playground or simply a seesaw? Was it around here? Yeah. I think it's a playground. Oh, okay. Makes sense. We can cut that then. Um, <laughs> no, we don't have to. Let the people know about the seesaw sign. No, no, that's standard then. I think I was just dumb and drunk. Um, I just love the intersection between brick buildings that look very old yeah. and then freaking skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And they're not skyscrapers. They really are not that no. tall. But they're big, big buildings. Um, and then I cannot believe there's some very, very small, dingy, tiny, really attractive looking, um, just because of how historic they look. Mm-hmm. Um, diners that were respected and left there. Because mm-hmm. they're in between all these tall, beautiful buildings. Yeah. And I just cannot believe they didn't mold that down. I, but that's awesome. Yeah. I really, especially this weekend, have appreciated how... Because we, like, we went we went a lot of places, especially yesterday. We, like, biked everywhere. And I love how different um, all the different, like, parts of Boston are. So, because we had dinner in North End. We had Italian. And it was, like, it, it was, like, little Italy. I don't know how to describe it. But it was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and super packed. It's cool to see that many people just, like, out and about. Yeah, it's now. crazy. Massachusetts has the highest rates of... Um, full vaccination yeah yeah yeah, it's pretty it's very good here um and we went to like seaport we went to fenway we went to see i don't i haven't been here long enough but whatever neighborhood um the public garden is and we went there um oh my god there's a frog pond in the (laughs) there's one half the public garden that's beautiful oh okay the boston commons there are no frogs only children in muddy water. Only yeah, children. The I was children so are the frogs. I saw it on like Google Maps. I was like, oh, I've never been at the frog pond. Let's go. And we got there and it was just these wet children. We're like, children. we're stupid. <laughs> like, yes. on their stomachs on the gravel. That was so silly. Um, yeah, and then like, and so, and I live in Cambridge, so we saw, we saw all the yeah. squares here. I don't know. It's just cool how many different. I guess classifications of areas there are. In just different architecture. Different. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, I have like a final mm-hmm. final thing. Okay. Um, we met these people last night and they kind of like were really aggressively asking us what like ice cream cake meant to us. <laughs> and so my question to you is ice cream cake to you like more cake than it is like no does ice cream cake have actual cake in it mm. like if you're thinking of an ice cream cake is there any actual cake in that mm. or is it or is it ice cream like chocolate fudge cookie whatever layer ice cream and then frosting mm-hmm. because apparently in what California and here and places, it, yep. there's ice cream cake that exists that has, like, actual cake in it. Yeah, and the Californians were saying it's predominantly cake with a layer of ice cream on top. And nope. it's like, why would you do that? Why would you... I mean, I know what it's Pressure... Ice cream. I had never even... Mm-hmm. Your, oh, ice cream. Why would you pressure your ice cream in that way? Why wouldn't you just eat a slice of cake with ice cream? The cake that we saw here was, like, layer of cake, layer of ice cream... Um, fudge, fudge <laughs> layer of cake, layer of ice cream. So it's like integrated, and that I understand. I personally think that ice cream cake should not have cake, but it should have like four times the amount of fudge cookie layer than it does. Yeah, or whatever your crumble is. I'm yeah. okay with an even amount. Yeah, yeah, me too. Honestly, I don't understand why ice cream cake is just ice cream. Personally, I have always been confused by that. Why is it called a cake? There's some that is just not. So I worked at an ice cream shop, and ours we would. Um, we could do cake as a layer. Hmm. So I think people were aghast when we answered the the California people yeah, were so heartbroken maybe, that we said that it was mostly, if 
only just ice cream. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just like, well, Dairy Queen, first of all, but also Izzy's ice cream, where we are from mm-hmm. predominantly. Cake? Ice cream. Oh. I mean, I also know it as just ice cream. Yeah. Mexico, yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we have it. Other mm-hmm. countries, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. Put in your bids. Let us know. Well, we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> uh, I don't know when that'll be. I don't know when that'll be. Good way to put it. Yeah. I hope you have a good day. Good evening, mate. Good, good night. Jason. Isn't that- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the next Jason Bye. 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 Bye.